Welcome to the Big Fucking Feelings Podcast, a show on how to use psychology to process your emotions, train your brain, and deal with being a human. And now, me, your host, psychology major, corporate badass, and certified life coach, Michelle Kevill. Hello, everyone. I hope you are well. And if not, I got you. At least you are here. My name is Michelle Kevill, and I help high-achieving corporate women feel passionate about their job again. Welcome to today's episode. As you know, I'm always trying to figure out the title. I like to, I think I've said this many times, I like to record the episode first, and then I like to come up with a new title. But this one is going to be How to Handle Job Rejection. Specifically, when you are applying for a ton of roles and you are getting so many no's. Now, I want to give you a little bit of context around how this all came about. I've been having discovery calls and dealing with a few clients and we've been chatting to a few people online who are going through the same thing at the moment. Given I did have an episode where I talk about a little bit around the recession and the impacts on jobs and stuff like that, but I have not done an episode specifically targeted on if you are a person who has specifically been laid off, given all the cuts that are happening all around the world right now, you maybe haven't really been in the, like it's been a while since you've been in the interview process, right? And you're starting this all over again. You're going to have to learn a whole heap of new skills. And on top of that, you have all this extra competition. That is going to create a ton of mind drama. Specifically, what I am seeing is a lot of people are blaming themselves. They are thinking that it is them. There is something wrong with them inherently or the opposite happens and they're blaming almost everything else. Like the market out there is bad, etc. And really why this episode came about is I was chatting with someone recently. And this is a very common thing that I see people do when they enter into, you know, they find out if you're listening to me, you know about me and my coaching and stuff like that. If you haven't, you should listen to all my episodes, especially really early on. I talk about these tools and how they're, you know, amazing and helpful. But what a lot of people do is they find these coaching tools, they are fantastic, and then they use it against themselves. Basically, they're thinking it's like an input-output machine. It's like, if I think all these good thoughts, these good results should be happening, they are not happening, why is that? And I'm going to go into that in so much more clarity and detail. It is going to help you so much to get really clear on how you are going to handle finding a job moving forward. So I'm going to give you about three to four tips that are going to help you, especially clarify this. But secondly, you need to, after this episode, listen to the episode called Unlocking Emotional Freedom, Redefining the Relationship Between Circumstances and Emotions. This is pivotal. This, fuck, when I got coached on this, it changed my whole perception because I was doing this in my corporate job, in my business, And it's very, very common, which I'm going to go into in more detail. What I see a lot of people do is, again, they find these coaching tools and they're just not using it in the right way. And they're using it in a way that makes them feel defeated. And that's just not how it works. They go kind of like one or the other. It's either all circumstances or it's all thoughts. And that is not how it works. And I'm going to go into detail. And at the end of this episode, you're going to have some really good tips that are going to help you move the needle when it comes to just feeling more at ease, less like a struggle when you're figuring out and finding your new job, which ultimately is going to help you get and secure that job. 
And of course, if you want to do this at a much faster rate, because you can do this by yourself, it will take longer. But if you want to do this in say like six months, that is where my Epic Work and Life program comes in. Link is in the show notes and I will be talking more about that towards the end of the episode. Okay, let's get into it. I'm very excited for this, specifically because it's been a theme that I'm seeing, but I remember talking to this person and I was just like, oh, I know exactly where you are. Let me create an episode to help you. So I'm very excited for this. Okay, stop using coaching tools like the model against yourself. It is not an input-output machine. This is the biggest mistake newbies with coaching tools use all the time because it's and I will I'll call it out it's used in a ton of marketing material throughout the coaching world and that is that thoughts create results and they do and they don't okay let me get into it more thought work coaching it is not going to magically change your circumstance right You are not going to be able to think all these good thoughts and just immediately out of like magic, all these good results start appearing. That is not how it works. This is how you are using it in this sense. That's what I mean when I say it's an input output machine. I think good thoughts, I should get good results. And then you're judging it when it's not happening according to the timeline that you want. This is what you're actually doing. You have a broken leg And you were telling me if I think really positive thoughts about the broken leg, it will heal faster. That's fucking bullshit. That's not, that's, it's like, what? No. And what you're doing instead is you are likely taking lots of actions to help fuel the healing process. So maybe you're Googling like, I don't know, things you can take to help your muscle tissue form better. And you're doing all these things and you're like, Michelle, but why isn't it getting better? And I'm like, you have a broken leg. It's going to take time and it's going to happen on your own time. Instead of I need the broken leg to be fixed, i.e. I need this job. I need like, why is this job market so crazy? You need to change how you are about the broken leg. You can be defeated, upset that you have a broken leg or you can accept that you have a fucking broken leg And it's going to take time to heal. And you're going to have to navigate your life around it. You're going to have to walk in a cast. You might need someone to drive you. The difference is you want to use your mindset in regards to how you think about the thing. Because if you were thinking about the broken leg as this sucks, this is terrible, it's not working. I'm taking all like this healing supplements. Why isn't it doing it? Fuck this shit. It's never going to work. I'm never going to heal. First of all, like flip side, even I'm just like, what? No, like it's going to heal. You just got to give it some time, right? And that's just this, it's depressing. It's going to bring you down. It probably the stress is going to make it like delay it even longer versus, okay, I have a broken leg. That sucks. I really don't enjoy the broken leg, but how can I manage around this? How do I actually want to feel about this broken leg moving forward? How do I want to support myself during this time? What is it that I should be thinking, you know, doing, Um, what can I still do with this broken leg? And you're going to be able to do more in that mindset. How does this relate to a job? I need you to stop using the, like you need to accept the circumstance right now. The job market is fucking harder. This is like some people like blow their mind over when I tell them this, especially when they're using the model the way that I'm talking about. They're like, oh, but that's a thought. I'm like, 
No, fuck that. I will work with each individual client to assess where their brain is at, right? Whether they're either too much into blaming the circumstance or too much into this, which is using thought work and coaching against themselves and thinking that thoughts are input output. And in this case, what I always suggest to clients and what you should be doing now is I want you to take that and put it in the C line because, and let's be fucking honest. It is, it is harder, but how are you going to think about that? If you put that in the C line, like the job market is more competitive because, you know, more people have been laid off. Are you going to be thinking about it really shit and have this defeatist mentality and like how does that make you feel what are your actions I know for a lot of you your actions are doing too much actions because you know what I hear from people all the time oh but I'm doing all these things I'm joining this club I'm doing this course and nothing is working that can also sit in the unintentional model because where is all that coming from you need to observe what you're thinking feeling what you're doing and start to see where is this coming from from a thought here. That's not to say that those things won't help, right? Years ago, something similar happened to me and I was, you know, finding a new job and I was told at the time, don't, it's the worst time. This is like way before like the pandemic, but it wasn't a good time to find jobs. And I did actions from this place of scarcity and I was still able to find a job. The problem is you keep doing that and you reinforce this way of being. So every time there is, say, a recession or you get laid off, you will think this is the way to find a job, which is really, really stressful. And I guarantee you, you can find a job in a more intentional, supportive and loving way. Now, when it comes to the environment, because that's what I'm hearing a lot of people talk about, I have an episode, if you just look up recession in my thing, where I talk about this as well, because this news is not helping you. It is freaking you out as well, but I don't want you to not discredit it and be like, but if I just think good things, it'll be fine, right? Because that's not real life. It's really not. So like I said, I always suggest those types of things, put it in the C-line, do a model on it, but also when it comes to this new world, this is how I frame it with people, right? Because I've also had like this person I was speaking with was saying like, I used to be able to just go get a job, do some interviews, get rejected a few times, get the job. It's, it's not like this this time around. And here is like my viewpoint on this. Before it was like, you're riding a bike on like a nice, you know, easy trail. And the first time you rode it, maybe you like fell off your bike a few times, hit on some pedal pebbles, you know, the tire maybe broke, but you were able to sort it out and it was reasonably smooth. The difference is now you're riding a bike in like a rainforest and you don't, you know, there's raining and there's lots of hills. And right now you don't actually have the right bike. Like you need the ones with the thicker tires so you can go over the bumps correctly and you keep slipping and sliding and you're like, oh, I'm never going to be able to do it. And it's like, well, no, it's not that the like the environment and landscape has changed and you might need to learn new things like getting the new bike. That is you learning new skills. It's more competitive. It's taking longer. You need to deal with more rejection. You need to just have a consistently and as a challenge, you need to have that consistently good mindset to make it towards the end. But it has changed. You're not riding in the smooth sailing, you know, smooth biking area anymore. You've kind of up leveled. The good thing about this, and I know you won't be thinking it right now and you're going to hate me for saying it, is you're going through shit right now. It's it's great. If there is another recession you've and you're being get laid off again, you've done this before. 
you've done it again, so you can do it. The same thing with me when when this was something similar and I had to find a new job as well. I was told this is the worst time to find a new job. Like, what the hell are you doing? But I was able to navigate my way through it. So I have thoughts, skills, knowledge, like I've up-leveled a little bit here. And that's the same thing. And you'll look back at this as like, wow, what an amazing learning experience. But right now, you are so desperately focused on finding the job and that pressure isn't helping you either because then you are judging yourself or making it out that there is something very wrong with you that uh, that's to why you're not getting it or the opposite and completely blaming it on like the external circumstances etc that's what i'm saying where it's a little bit of both right you've just got to start treating it as if like yes you have a broken leg so you are going to be able you're going to be doing less things than other people who don't have a broken leg are you going to let that stop you yes or no and I will tell you how to manage, you know, feelings, etc. because I get it. Some of you are like, but what about where I'm at right now with all my feelings and the rejection? I'm getting to that. But I really want you to remember that it's not input output and you need to accept the circumstance for what it is. It is like, let's just, it's harder. And I know some coaches might even say, well, no, that's a thought, etc. I think there's a difference between accepting what is real and reality and thoughts. Because a lot of that then gets missed. You don't put this type of stuff in your circumstance line. And what you miss are deep-rooted fucking thoughts that you actually have about the situation that you are not addressing at all. That's why I'm big on this because I use it myself, use it with my clients. It's really important. The next thing I want to talk about here is rejection, which is the biggest thing that so many of you are struggling with right now. And I really want to tell you this. And you're going to fucking hate it when I say this. Rejection is a good thing. Okay? It's a good fucking thing that you're getting rejected right now. I know you don't want to. I know you want to easily walk into that job. You will look back on this. Trust me. I have been there. You will look back on this and you will see everything, all the skills that you are developing right now. You'll be fit, goddamn ready for the next recession (laughs) that happens. So I'm going to say something that someone I was talking about recently, and they basically said, look, I don't understand how thinking about rejection differently is going to magically help me get this job. It seems that this is bringing in negative results for me. The thing with rejection is it feels so painful because it is biologically wired into us that when we were rejected back in the cave ages, you would die. Like social rejection meant death. That is why doing things like, say, public speaking or getting rejected by a group can feel so painful. So that's the first thing. The second thing, and it's important to highlight this because it's going to give you a little bit of power back. When you realize that this is your body just having an extreme reaction because it thinks it's going to die because it's a little bit hardwired into this, you can deal with those emotions. So are a lot of you, are you dealing with these emotions, which I'll get to in a little bit. But going on my little tangent here, well, not tangent, it's part of it, off rejection. The reason, again, you're going to look back on this is going to be like, you're going to be like super up leveled is because when you are facing a ton of rejection, when you're in this environment, when you're on the bike trail, that's a little bit harder and it's raining, you are forced to learn new skills so that you can move your way through it. As in, you will have to deal with insecurities that you have had for your whole life. Let me say that again. This thing that is happening right now is forcing you 
to deal with deep-rooted negative thoughts and insecurities that you have had your whole fucking life, but it has not popped up to the surface because, yeah, you have been able to, you know, stroll into that job. But now you're having to deal with them. They were always there to begin with, but now you're forced to deal with them. And because you're forced to deal with them, you then become a better, more resilient person. And the reason you want to re- like view rejection differently is because that is going to keep you motivated and moving forward, right? If you are, if you put that in the garden, put that in the freaking circumstance line, okay? Rejection. I'm getting rejected from jobs. What are you thinking about that? How does that make you feel? What are you doing from that place? For a lot of people, it's either, again, blaming, oh my God, it's the world, it sucks, I can't do anything. And or going internal, it's me, there's something wrong with me. Funny thing, one's blaming external, one is blaming internal. And guess what it all leads to? What I see is this very defeated mentality, just like pulling away. And pulling away can also be doing taking lots of actions, like trying to, fuck, I need to like join this group, I need to update my resume, I need to do this, blah, 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 blah. Like it's still very either, it's still coming from a place of scarcity, which is why I was talking about how I, you need, it's so important to be present and feel rejection and embrace it. And I don't mean embrace it as in like feel happy about it, but like feel the fucking emotion, feel its suckiness and be there with it and create safety with rejection. Cause you're going to have it your whole goddamn life. It's not just now. It's going to be rejection in dating, rejection. I don't know, with kids, kids being, I don't know, kids and mean to you. It's a rejection is everywhere online, social media. It's everywhere. You want to be able to work with this emotion. The reason being is when you frame it differently and you're like me, rejection is just one step forward to the job that is for you, the right job for you. It changes everything completely. You are going to be acting differently. You're going to be thinking things differently. Now, yes, does that take mindset work? Of course it does. Of course, like you can't get to where I'm at straight away without like doing the work or working with like a one-on-one coach to kind of speed up that process, right? But I look at myself now and how it's serving me in my business and also in my corporate job. And it's just like a new lease on life. I feel like I could (laughs) take over the world, (laughs) for lack of a better word. Because if I'm not afraid of rejection, you can almost do anything. If you're not afraid of feeling negative emotions, you can lean into it and do anything. And try all the new things to get towards your goal, which you're likely not thinking about if you're in this defeated state or if you are judging yourself. So one thing that was popping up, I noticed for a lot of people is things like I'm feeling really insecure. Like I keep getting this rejection, like, oh my God, it's totally like, it's got to be about me. So I want to tell you a story that's going to help with this. There is a person called Jamie Kern Lima. Right, and I heard about this through a separate podcast. I thought it was so motivating and I have to share it with you. Really just high level summarizing it all. She was a news anchor. She used to have rosacea and when she was doing her makeup, it would never cover it up. So she starts her own makeup, you know, her own foundation that is like really goddamn good. Now she's doing this back in like the, you know, mid to late 2000s, right? And she cannot 
get this product. Like back then, you don't have social media, right? It's a good bloody product, but she needs to get it in front of people's faces. She has mortgaged her house. She's in financial stress and she is riding on this person to basically like, you know, a big conglomerate organization, whatever, to buy this. They basically deny her and they say no. And one of the reasons when you hear about a story is because her view was we shouldn't be using like all these like like pretty conventionally attractive women, use women like me or people who are like older, etc., and show them how well this product works. Like, hey, ever is Asia, you can cover it up. And basically the person was like, no, that's not what women want to see. And she was devastated. She was like, oh my God, this would have helped us so much. Later on, she ends up getting onto one of those, you know, those shows where they like, hey, get this and you can, you know, before social media, it used to go on TV and they had the TV ads and it was like, hey, you can buy this mop and product and stuff like that. I completely forgot what they're called. She ends up being able to go on, you know, they give her a chance. They go on this thing. She denies all their advice because they were like, no, please use like conventionally attractive models. And she's like, no, I'm going to use me. I'm going to use all these other people. And she's so glad she did that because she ends up like, doing it like she takes off the makeup herself showing like her rosacea etc she made a fortune she ended up like selling her business to l'oreal for like 1.2 billion dollars and she is so thankful that she got rejected at the time why am i telling you this you're not going to look at the rejection you're receiving right now as the right thing i guarantee you down the line you will look at it as that was supposed to happen right you're not going to see it right now So I want you to see it as more of a, this is a journey. This is a path to getting the job that is the right fit for me. Because a lot of you are coming from a place of scarcity, fear, worrying about yourself, that you're putting so much pressure on getting the job to feel secure and you need to do the opposite. So this is a tip that is going to help you so much. If you knew in your gut, you were going to secure the role of your fucking dreams in the next six months, what would you be doing now? That's your fucking A-line. I'm serious. Because some of you might be like, wait, what? Well, I would be, because a lot of you would be slowing down, which is a good thing. You'd be slowing down. You'd be maybe thinking, like formatting your resume. Like, Like you'd be doing different things. Because when you're in a stressed scarcity state, I guarantee you, your stress responses turn on. You're actually not going to be thinking as clearly. But when you're relaxed and if you just pretend you're going to get a job in the next six months, what are you going to do? Of course, you still have to work for it, okay? Like you still have to like put in the resume application and stuff like that. But I need you to be writing out what you would be doing because I guarantee you they're going to look so much different and that is what you should be doing, 100%. Now, is that going to be hard to trust? Yes, because you're used to likely operating from this very scarce I need to do all the things. I need to action my way out of the feeling, which is leading me to my final point. And I will go hard on this point so many goddamn times because I have so many of you message me about it. And you can hear me from the start of this podcast right till now, (laughs) just honing in on feeling your goddamn feelings. Okay. Being present with them. If you are someone who is using the model against themselves, who is using coaching against themselves and treating it as input output and really focused on like, I want to, you know, I'm thinking this, but I'm not getting this. I'm sorry. You're not using the model correctly. You're using it against yourself. Okay. I want you to stop, stop doing that. And I want you to instead tons of thought downloads, focus on being present with rejection 
insecurity, all those negative emotions and start to probe some of, you know, when you're feeling these feelings, you're doing these thought downloads, start to probe some of these thoughts, start to ask why, or why is this a problem? Start to get to the root thoughts because they are the things that are holding you back right now and you're not dealing with them. You're just trying to action your way out of it. And that feeling your goddamn emotions is so much more important than self-coaching, thought downloads, models, etc. I do not care what anyone says. Hence why I am my, you know, my own coach in this niche here, because this is the gap that I was seeing myself, other people, clients, hence I've created this practice. So to summarize, the model is a tool that helps you get the right mindset, but it's not magic. It's just to show you how to think about something differently. The broke, take the broken leg metaphor. Okay. It's not, I'm going to make this heal faster. It's how do I manage my life around the broken leg? That's what the tool is used for. It is not input output. It is not like put in a, the universe gives me a, like B, no. Get used to rejection. Rejection is a fucking superpower, right? Be with those feelings. You will get stronger from it. If you're going to get the job in the next six months, what would you be doing? How would you be acting, thinking, feeling? That's your fucking A-line. I mean it. I know it's going to be hard for you to do that shift when you see some of the things like slowing down. I mean it. That is the A-line. Feel, I'll say it again. I don't care. Feel these emotions. Be with them. That is what is really missing for you right now. And if you want to go from stressing out about trying to find a job straight into confidence that you will get a job, then you need to get on the wait list for my epic work and life program. It is a six-month one-on-one coaching program with me where I help women just like you get the job of their dreams and actually love it and continue to love their job. Because here's the thing, you can do this on your own or you can have one-on-one expert support from a person who has had 10 years corporate experience with me also in your back pocket through WhatsApp support for anything that is happening, escalating what could take you years of solo work, missing out on job opportunities into six months, going into these job interviews confidently, being able to showcase your best self, getting to those next rounds, working out how to handle rejection, not from feeling like an absolute potato where you hate everything. Rather, you look at and reflect on, okay, what did work, what didn't work from a really clean place, and then you refine and get better each time. You take it as a learning opportunity and you get better. This is the biggest thing I don't see people do, but you can only learn that in my one-on-one program. So, Link is in the show notes to sign up. And if you sign up now, I will be keeping my 2023 prices. You get to lock that in. And I will be changing that after the 10th of February. So if you want to lock it in, this is the best time to do it. All right, I'll see you next week. Hey, are you feeling super overwhelmed on the weekend? You just cannot stop thinking about work and you really wish there was an off button. Well, you should sign up for my five-day challenge how to disconnect from work and enjoy your weekend again in a way that actually works for you, not against you. Doom scrolling on social media or binging Netflix, that's a thing of the past. I'm going to teach you a secret that I only share with my one-on-one clients that I'll be sharing for free in this challenge. 
Over the next five days, we're going to go through why you keep worrying, how to handle the top three most common weekend worries, and a step-by-step guide on how to get you out of anxiety and back into calm so you can truly enjoy your time off. Link is in the show notes below to sign up. We start on Wednesday, the 22nd of November. I'll see you there.